When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right, my talkers, five o'clock on this Thursday afternoon. We are hanging out with Lori and our amazing Brittany. She is in hanging out with us, making this an amazing afternoon. Thank you guys. That's yes. right. Well, I guess it's time we should do finish the lyric. But today <gasps> For what? For these are the Billy Joel, but let me get I can't can't do any of your gasp right now, Brittany. We're gonna take <gasps> callers two, three, four, and five. <laughs> two, three, four, and five. Three? Okay, 651-641-1071. Let's get those callers because, you know, we did one, so we got to mix it up. So caller 2345-651-641-1071. Yes, we are going to finish the line um, to today. uh, Well, the tickets are for November 10th. Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks. The tickets go on sale tomorrow morning, but maybe if you... Can finish this lyric, you will have a date. Uh, you're welcome. Way world. down on your schedule um, in November. So Grant will get the callers. Now we were just talking about Jennifer Coolidge bumping Jennifer Lopez in the new trailer for Shotgun Wedding. It's you don't even see Jennifer Lopez. That's so wild. <clears throat> you are so right. We're talking with Grant about how like that is a wild concept yeah. that we are at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the movie pitch. Because I watched. Extra, Access Hollywood Entertainment tonight. Just see all their globes, sit-downs and everything. Mm-hmm. Here's the movie pitch. Um, yeah. I saw this on Twitter. Jennifer Coolidge and Owen Wilson just saying wow at each other. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. You look like the 4th of July. Right. Um, <laughs> I really want a hot dog right yeah. now. Right. He was asked on the red carpet of Golden Globes, he said... I'm so sorry. I'm giggling. Yeah. She was asked on the carpet of the Golden Globes. They said, you know, Jennifer Coolidge, you're at a point where you can pick any role you'd like. What is your dream role? And she goes, wow, wow let me let me think, think about, about it. Yeah. You know, a dolphin. <laughs> and they were like, what? She's yes. like, yeah. And then she will Wait. not explain herself. And yeah. I was crying laughing we will watch this movie oh yeah we will i'd watch her do anything at this point literally reading the newspaper nothing else snl should spoof that and chloe Feynman can be um jennifer coolidge and one of those other guys can be the butterscotch sound and they can just say sit and say wow to each other Wow. 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 Well, okay, you got our callers? We do. You asked for caller three, four, five, and six okay. to be our, or no, two, three, four, and five, excuse yes. me, two, three, yes. four, and five, and that was Sean, Bobby, Raquel, and Carly. So we're going to start out with Sean. How are you today, Sean? 
I'm good, thank you. I'm so excited. I'm very nervous. Okay, well, don't be nervous because you're either going to know or not know. You know what I'm saying? Don't be nervous because you might fail is what she just said. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, you either do or you don't. You do or you don't. Regardless, we're going to have fun in Kate Winslet's eyes, right? That's right. That's right. All right, so, Sean, I'm going to play this lyric for you. You have to finish the line. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. I I can't. I don't know it. I I know it, but I can't think of it. Yeah, you gotta. Mm, 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 yeah, you gotta. Uh, oh, gosh. No. You gotta. I, I Should don't. I play it one more time for you? And as soon as you play it, I'm gonna know it. All right, fine. All right, we'll do it one more time for you. Mm. Oh my gosh! You uh, gotta. All right, we're moving along we to are. Bobby. All right. All sorry, right, sorry, Sean. Sean. Bobby, do you know the rest of the lyric? We'll play it for you. Okay. Okay. You got a big car and a house. <laughs> good guess. Good guess. Good guess, but Genius. not correct. Kind of Did on the right track. Enough? No, that's Did not it. Shoot ski. All right, let's go to nice, Raquel. Though. Maybe it should have been the lyric. Yeah, let's go to Raquel. We haven't talked to Raquel in forever. I love the name. Hello, Raquel Welch. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I'm so glad you know her. Yeah. I know the lyric. Okay, okay let's well, play the song. Finish it. Got a nice white dress and a party on your confirmation. Yes. Nice job. Raquel, Raquel. <laughs> Raquel, are you a big Billy Joel and or Stevie Nicks fan? More Billy Joel than Stevie Nicks, and I make my kids listen to that music, and I will, like, test them, and my 10-year-old will be like, oh, that's Prince. Oh, that's Eminem. Oh, and oh good. Good on you. Over the moon. Yay, Raquel. Raquel, all right. So will this be a date night on November 10th at U.S. Bank Stadium, or will you go with a, a friend? Yeah, no, it's not going to be a date night. Cause right. I got a one-and-a-half-year-old. All so right. My husband, yeah. who didn't grow up here and doesn't know who Billy Joel is, can stay home. Okay. <laughs> I know that. I know that feeling. <laughs> I love that. You got to bring someone concert worthy for oh, sure. Yes. I can't I tell you how often I tell people when they say, You and Justin, can I come? And I say, No, he's not coming. He's <laughs> right. staying home with the baby. Right. Raquel, I get it. I feel you. You're going to have the best night ever. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. I'm glad you knew the lyrics. Stand the line. Grant will get all your info. Um, so that's good. Oh, geez. I'm glad. Well, it took to the third, third caller to get that one. Yeah, well, she's pretty dang excited. Yeah. It's funny. I feel like I knew that song, and I was like, I have no idea. What the next lyric is. No idea. Nice white dress and a party for a confirmation. I was with the car. The car one sounded great, too. Yeah. yeah. That's because we know the lyric, but a second or two behind. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And, like, I am slow. And I like it that way. Yeah, same. (laughs) I appreciate my brain. Right. Uh, A reminder to people who fell in love with a amazing show. It came out, I want to say earlier, like last year around this time, but Vikings Valhalla. Mm -hmm. That show is back. Is it? It's dropped today on Netflix. Is it the second season then? It's the second season. And this is... You know, it's like if you watch The Last Kingdom, if you like your Viking, like 11th century type of things with the warriors. It's some of the most famous Vikings who ever lived, basically. Yeah. You know, it's Leif Erikson, um, 
Harold, it's all these people. Anyway, it's very, very good. If you like your um, this type of show, Grant and Julie and I were all fans of uh, Vikings Valhalla when it came out last year. I I remember you guys all watching this mm-hmm. and, and we what watched is, what it is, like gobbled it right up. Was is the plot really good too? Like, is that intricate and nice, or do you like it visually? It, visually, and it's got a good story, and okay. you know, it would just it was well done. And I I actually think because Casey and I were like so bummed that we were all done watching The Last Kingdom, which was Uhtred of Bebenburg, like 17th century, the Dane Saxon. Mm-hmm. Like this would fill that, you know, Void. yeah that. Yeah. That that fighting time, that medieval, almost above medieval, but 11th century, it's no time I would have wished to have lived in. No, same no. I actually just even look at, anytime I'd watch a show like that or Game of Thrones and go, I think my feet would always be cold. I and I it. can't I be it. happy if my feet are cold. And the Vikings always had, women were on, you know, there were they were in power roles yeah. and strong roles. So this is, there's... Uh, there's good um, 50-50 on the storyline. That's pretty cool. Brad, I'm just saying that Vikings Valhalla dropped today. Ooh, that's a nice one to dip into this was weekend. Was that last winter that we fell in love with yeah, that last I year? I believe it like was. Last February, and we were like, oh, we like that show mm-hmm. so much. Did it end on a... Um... Cliffhanger, but no one can remember it. Oh, no. yep. Isn't that, <laughs> the tr- isn't that the story? And then you got to go back and watch the recap before you start the new season. For sure. And sometimes Casey and I will watch the last, last episode, episode of the move. first season. Smart move. But there was a lot of um, skullduggery, intrigue, backstabbing, um, beautiful men carrying bows and arrows. All right, All right. you don't have to tell me much more. And, the, and, and there was leather and, and fur and, you know, stuff like that. They really... um, you and I never talked about this. I know you talked about this with Julia, but I am very passionate um, about The Witcher and The Switch. Oh, I love that show. Oh. I know you do. And he's, you know, Henry Cavill's not like, coming back. Well, he could. They he could, could just go ahead and fire Liam and let Henry Cavill come back that, since he please? got screwed on Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Well, Are, they should. They should listen to the fans because the fans were not happy. I don't want to watch it if he's not in it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't know if I believe the rumors that Geralt of Riva was, it was too monosyllabic for Henry Cavill. I think... I think he was, he's so perfect as he, the Witcher. You could tell he got a kick out of doing it. Yes. I don't care what they say. He I'm, fired his manager after all of that. As he should. Mess happened. And I think his manager is the same manager, or it's the Rock's wife, I believe. He, it, it was. He it, fired it, her because, yeah. like, he Dwayne should not have turned, he shouldn't have quit the Witcher. Never. Never. Until. There was a guarantee with all the Honestly, I think. <sighs> If they would, I mean, I think he should have never quit The Witcher. I think that's going to be one of those legacy well, he shows had for to him. Quit it because his manager probably told him this is going to be a three picture deal and you're not going to have time. Yeah. yeah. And then it wasn't really set in stone. I just no, can't. it was a word of mouth thing. And then two weeks later, two weeks, two weeks later, after his announcement, that's when his, James Gunn took over. And then it was like two weeks after that, done. Just as the kerfuffle was kind of quieting down about Liam playing the Witcher. <laughs> I know. And so it kind of feels like, like let's say Wednesday, or Jenna Ortega didn't come back for Wednesday. That's how it feels. Yeah, that like, would be bad. The Witcher is Henry Cavill, and yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't care how well you do it. Well, we're going to get another... We will be seeing Henry Cavill in the next season of Witcher. So this is... You know, yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you putting on that band aid for me. I'm, I'm just a little one. I can give you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Listen, we'll be right back. We've got the dirt alert. In an ideal. 
world, divorce wouldn't happen. In the real world, it happens every day. This is Ann Tressler with Tressler Law. It's important to remember that your divorce is a legally binding contract that affects everything you own, everything you owe, and your right to raise your own children. You need an attorney that understands the law and how it impacts your family. Family law is all we do at Tressler Law. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, please contact us at TresslerLaw.com or My Talk keyword divorce. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, where are we at? Let's start out with an update on the very, very troubling news of Lisa Marie Presley and her cardiac arrest incident from earlier this morning. Now we have some updates surrounding the situation. She is in an intensive care unit right now on life support with a temporary pacemaker after suffering cardiac arrest. Now this is according to TMZ. And our sources say that, uh, not our, their sources are saying that she is in an induced coma and in critical condition right now. Oh no. Yeah. So very scary news. But this uh, this is kind of this whole, you know, CPR is huge. If you don't know it, know it. We've seen this now multiple times in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, this is very interesting. Her housekeeper apparently was the one that found Lisa Marie unresponsive in her bedroom. But just as the housekeeper made the discovery, her ex-husband, Danny Koa, Keo, Keo, excuse me. Um, I, I think they, they I think they live together. um they do. At that house. They do yeah. live together. They mm-hmm. help take care of their two kids. And he had just returned home from taking their two kids to school and then administered CPR until the paramedics took over when they got there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those are her two daughters from her fourth husband, the one she just got divorced from. She and Danny, their kids are Riley Keough, the one who's going to be in Daisy Jones in the Six, mm-hmm. the actress, and Benjamin Keough, her son, who two years ago took his life oh he's her scientologist first husband oh they're very they have a very amicable she's you know that fourth husband of hers was no bueno and i mean this is so okay so last night you know i watched every or this morning i watched all the entertainment shows yeah yeah you because i tape them anyway but they all had golden globes coverage and like lisa came over and like um Interview bombed Austin Butler as he was talking to mm-hmm. uh, Extra, and she looked, she looked, she did not look right. Well, it makes well, sense, well. you know, and I know she you're, did not you've, look well. She looked very pale. Well, yeah, and if she was having heart problems, I mean, that the thing is, they don't, it didn't. You probably, don't always present, right? Yeah, she did look very wan, and um, but she was very excited, like for Austin, and she has made. Other than her dad's thing that last year for his, she hasn't made public appearances since her son uh, took his life. And so for her and Priscilla to come out, and she's had such a tragic life. Yeah, Yeah. I think, I think, I think. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You're right. If we can walk away with anything positive is oh, be, learn right. some CPR. It's yes. 30 to 2 rescue. It's 30 bre- or 30 um uh, you push 30 times to two breaths and it's we want to do 100 per minute. Yeah. So um definitely learn and it's that the middle middle of the chest yeah but you, you, you bring your palms to, you, you put your overlap your hands and you push down about 2 inches. Mm-hmm. You know what? And it does. I mean, my uncle got his life saved. He had like a widowmaker heart attack mm-hmm. at the club Saratoga in Duluth. Mm-hmm. And one of the dancers, a nursing student, oh, my. performed CPR on him until the oh. firefighters got there and it saved his life. Saved he his would life. have died. Isn't that like that is yeah. a walk away? So I'm glad that, yeah. Danny knew CPR. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and Lisa's Lisa, ma- Lisa Marie's Marie. mom and oh, her Priscilla. daughter Riley are oh, at no. her bedside right now. Honestly, so. they she has had so much. I mean, Elvis, she was nine when her dad died mm-hmm. and 11 when her mom joined Scientology. She's and a, she was like, you know, she got out of Scientology at least a dozen years ago. Mm-hmm. It's tragic news. More to come on this story. Oh, my God, Lisa Marie. All right. Yeah, Jeez so we Louise. will see how that goes. And we'll just do this one more <sighs> quick sad note here. 16 Candle Star Carol Cook has passed away at the age of 98. Is she the grandma? She was the grandma. The, grandma. the fire redhead haired grandma that everybody remembers. She had passed away at the age of 98 from, I believe it was heart failure. So. And I think she was Lucille Ball's stand-in. She was. On all the years for all of her Lucy shows. Wow, she that was. person lived a very interesting <clears throat> life. Yeah, yeah, 98 years. I know I really need to read her obituary. It's Probably something else. Yeah, so unfortunately we lost Carol Cook at Carol 98. Cook. Okay. And, uh, well, Sherry Shepard, as we know, took over for Wendy Williams and has been doing pretty well with her show so far and enough to get two more seasons. Hmm. Fox Television Stations wow. announced Wednesday that they are renewing Sherry for two more years, taking the series uh, into uh, basically the 2024-25 season. She's well, not only likable, I think she's they, she must be great to work with because she always stays in the circle of getting jobs. Yeah, I do watch her show every day for the opening like I did with Wendy, her hot topics. Mm-hmm. I like her hot takes on stuff. She's, oh, that's great. You know, I don't always stay for the guests. No, and I think and that was the big thing with Wendy, too, is she was not a great interviewer. Because she came from a radio background mm-hmm. where she was a great monologuer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that's kind of Sherry's thing, too, is that, like, you're right. She, yeah. The she, beginning is, is the best. It has been fun, yeah. Well, well, that's good. I'm glad for her. Yeah, yeah. This is a fun Real Housewives of Beverly Hills note. So apparently, and I didn't know this, but uh, one of our, you know, who we have become to love here, Jennifer Coolidge, told Page Six that she would be down to join the elite cast of the oh, hit reality oh, show Beverly Hills. Could you eat? Okay, so this was, this was one wow. of those questions that was... She got asked and she was kind of walking away and they're like, would you join? She's like, oh, yeah. yeah you know, like, wow. so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said, yes, oh, please. Wow. And then yes, even please. in Garcelle Bouvet or Bouvet, Bouvet, Bouvet yeah. came out and she's all for it. She of said course. she would love to have her. No, on don't there. you dare do that, Jennifer Coolidge. You I mean, it would, money. it would be pretty funny to just have a one episode because she would just troll them. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, it must be nice to not have to worry about money, Erica. Huh? <laughs> You wow. want to get me another glass of lime wine? Wow, yeah. that looks real nice. I loved her story when she won her golden, gl- or maybe she was introducing. She did two oh, lawn God. thing, but when talking about how 
her neighbors never even used to say hi to her. No, she gets invited to everything. And I love it too. And she was, uh, the way she tells the story, she goes, oh yeah, they they asked me. And I said, yeah. And then I hung up on her. And it was just so funny. You do a good Jennifer Coolidge. You do. That that was in reference to her speech about how she's supposed to read along and she didn't want to have to read along for the presentation. And and then I hung up on her. And and then I had a panic attack. It was just so funny. She just continues to give and give and give. Well, we were talking earlier about how John Fogarty recently repurchased his music Just yesterday. Just yesterday. We finally got the rights to his great musical uh, catalog. Well, Dr. Dre is uh, on in the works on closing a deal worth around $200 million to sell some of his assets. And that's not all of his music catalog. That just entails some of the music catalog, some of his other you know ventures that he's got dipped into. But he's trying to sell that, which surprises me because he sold Beats for like a billion dollars to Apple. So he's not really... But maybe he doesn't want to manage it yeah. anymore or something. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I never thought about it. like it could be like a property. You know, people have these mansions and they're like ready to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. You're right. Maybe there is a lot of like upkeep with all that, and if it yeah, goes to the deciding right person, who's going to use the rights to the song or yeah. this. Yep. That, I and don't that's know. essentially it. It's with a couple of his albums and with actually going all the way back to the NWA album and, and how he can try to get some more. And this looks like he's trying to get some more money, royalty money, for some of his other members that were in that group with him. He did have to pay his uh, his ex wife a lot, uh, uh, quite a bit of money, and that he a- he really had like a, I think he had I, I had one mistress, but like I maybe there were like three he- in different houses. Different mm. parts of the state. Mm-hmm. That's 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 rich mistressing right there. That is some rich. <laughs> I, that, that's a hard thing to say. Rich mistressing. The only thing he's not selling is his stake in his record label Aftermath, which is kind of the big money maker that he still oh, has. So right, that's wow. he still got right, Aftermath well, is Aftermath is where Eminem sits, and that's where all the money really oh, okay. is right now. And finally, we'll get this one in here as this ends up here. Naomi, Naomi, Naomi. Oh gosh, Naomi Osaka. Naomi. Yeah, has, Naomi. Excuse me. She has announced that she is pregnant, Yay. and that is why she is kind of you know maybe stepping away from the most recent tournament as That's well. That's right. She dropped out of Australia. Yeah. So Get good it, congratulations for her on her pregnancy. First baby. First baby. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks, Grant. Thank you, guys. <clears throat> hey, everybody. It's uh, Lori here for Learning RX with seven metro locations, and also know that you can. Uh, do anything that you need to do with them if you wanted to do via Zoom. They make accommodations for that because sometimes, you know, you're just not geographically uh, able to, to get in. And Learning RX, they have made such a, a difference in the number of kids' lives and what they do because what they do is life-changing. And if your kid is behind in reading or even has a dyslexia diagnosis, give Learning RX a call. The number is 952-949-6900. Mention Lori and Julia to get half off the assessment. You can also, if you just want to do a little bit of research or look at some of the frequently asked questions, go to learningrx.com and find your location. But just do a little digging. They are amazing. Has a theory. All right, Brittany, I'm going to let you choose the topic of my theory. The topics today are oh. sperm, mm-hmm. dogs, and adults. Dang. That's 
Although, Which one? All three of them. Three I know they're like all... Ugh. Can I give you theories on sperm, dogs, and adults not in the same theory, though? I'm going to go. <laughs> I think I'm going to go. Um, You know what? It's hard to resist. Let's go sperm! Sperm! Well, listen. Thank you. But, you know, people, I think, think that sperm donation is super easy. Uh, I and don't. And they get paid a lot of money. I don't know anything about it, but I, I would not consider it easy. I Men most, think no, that no, this is easy. Because I think it would be very hard, or hopefully, but like <laughs> to go into a room that people know that you are doing that. No, dude, that that's would, the least of your problems. If you're getting paid a lot of, you know, you're getting paid some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the problem. Here's the reason why the, the theory that there is a sperm supply shortage. Okay is by the time you're done clearing all the obstacles, mm-hmm. people drop out. People oh. drop on the way. They, 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 don't, they get ruled out. You weren't out. using endos on that. You mean actual obstacles. I was like, yeah, okay, try. Yeah. I was like following the yeah. winky wink. No, Less the paperwork. A hundred men apply to be a sperm donor. Four become sperm donors. Whoa. Yep, that's it. And I'll tell you why. Because the world's largest sperm bank, Cryos International, uh, studied sperm donors in the United States and Denmark who had applied to be sperm donors. And, I mean, first of all, 55% withdraw from the program before they even give a sample. Uh, Ah, Paperwork will get you every time. People do not. I mean, I know me personally... If I, like, okay, I have to fill out this form, I hope I get it done someday. Right. So 55% of guys drop out. Then six, one in six are rejected, which is about 18% are rejected. They've got health issues. They genetically carry something. Mm-hmm. Or they've got an infectious disease they've never treated. Okay. Okay, so those 18% are... Bye! And this was published in Human Reproduction, a favorite of mine, just so you know. And then um, 12% of guys fail. They fail the screening questionnaire about their lifestyle. Okay. So they've answered half honestly, and they're getting ruled out. And then about 11% have, um, you know, their, their swimmers are not... On the level that they want them to be. Bye. Sperm quality. Quality over quantity. That's right. So anyway, this is the largest study of sperm donor applicants outside of China that's ever been done. It's it's very interesting. It's not like blood donation where once it's done, you can have a cup of tea and go home. Sperm donation is a commitment with a lot of screening and regular testing. And if a child is born, you know, you've got that knowledge. They do give you a heads up that that's created. (laughs) So they'll say they'll they'll send you an email like, hey, heads up. We had success with sample 482. Exactly. So um, is there financially like you must have to sign away? I think you get paid. uh, I think men. I don't know. One time. This is maybe 10 years ago. Julia and I asked a question and we had somebody call us from the University of Minnesota anonymously. They did not call or did not give their name. And I feel like he told us 
that, um, you know, if you even get to the point where if you get selected that, you know, um, maybe four hundred dollars. Yeah, they're saying minimum low around one fifty to up to three. Three? And then you can. It was like four hundred, like ten years and, ago. Yeah, I remember that yeah, number. and now you can you can do up to uh, in six months. You can average around four thousand dollars. This is why, like uh, Melissa Etheridge asked David Crosby for his sperm. I know. Like I, <laughs> she did not want to go through all this. She liked him, and yeah. she's like, "Would you mind doing that?" What did and it, did what? I don't know how many details you know, but did they have relations or did she no. do the IUI? Like the, 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 the inseminator, yeah, the turkey yeah. I mean, I think they use something like new something. turkey, turkey basters yeah, every a time. Slimmer one, not yeah. that big one. No, I know. So, I just yeah, love I know. that you referenced that. Yeah, the I turkey basters. So anyway, yeah, less than four percent of men actually get accepted. Oh it's my. not that easy. It's not that easy for hundred right. bucks. But they definitely paint the picture that you can just walk right in and do it. Well, I guess because they know they got to get a lot of people to come through the door to get the good know, ones to get it. Yeah. Maybe next year we'll talk to my tech loves local. We'll talk to somebody from a sperm bank. And you know, it also, I'm sure then too, you signed something that like, I'd be so interested to know. So if like a child is produced, right, you have no financial tie to that child right. at all. But I wonder if, if you can open, you know how there's those doors where you can like say, if they want to know who I am, they can. Ah, I don't know question. that. And I don't wonder about that, but I should. I, you know, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you should. Yeah, I don't but, you know, I, I will should. wonder yeah. enough for us. Yeah. I don't know. I would think by the very act of a sperm donation, I'm going to say that mo- they're going to say, no, I don't want to. Because potentially, what if there were 18 different women or something? I know, Right? Like, right. what if 4-52-B yeah. right. was a very... Right. Uh, you, can, you can ask for anonymity if you, you want. Yeah, and okay. that, there was a story from 2018 where there was... Th- that there. Do you guys remember this? Where all those guys... Information was released, yes. and then all oh, these kids yeah. were looking for this. Was back in I remember reading this, but yeah. yeah, they accidentally got that information out and created a little bit of a storm. Okay, problematic. So have you two had a theory about are dogs basically right handed more than left handed? Or ver- vice versa, because most humans are right-handed. I never thought of what never. my dogs are, and I almost feel like a jerk for not thinking of mine. Me fine. too. Yeah, no. You too? Yeah, no. Never, never. It's called handedness. I didn't eat. I'm a monster. Yeah, well, you I wouldn't say you're a monster. Me. No, you mom shame me here on the show. Yeah, Taylor um, pop preference, here's the deal. Okay, most, 90% of humans are right-handed. Okay. And the rest are left-handed, with guys being three times more likely to be left-handed than women, although very few people are ambidextrous. Mm -hmm. Um, Until relatively recently, it was handedness, which is what they call it, was considered unique to humans. But studies of animals suggest that handedness is a fundamental feature of all mammals. Wow. And... A lot of tests have been done to determine whether a domestic dog displays any evidence of preferred paw use. And um, the reason why that they do that is that sometimes for training, um, they want to know what paw does the dog favor. And so they do something, you know, like you ask a dog to stabilize the Kong ball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They will use a right or left hand. Okay, so me and Grant have homework tonight. Yes. Yeah. I'm mortified. I am go- I mean, you know when you have a puppy or a dog and they kind of paw at you a little yeah, bit? You know, I'm I've, curious okay, to which one he leads with. Katie, prob- canine is probably, but 
knows this, but there are strong sex differences in canine paw preference. Female dogs are more likely to be right pawed. Male dogs are more likely to be left pawed. That's what I thought. But as in humans, the left side of the brain, which controls your the right side. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, in a dog, it's more concerned, uh, uh, just like with people with processing positive emotions. The right side of a dog's brain, which controls the left side, focuses on negative emotions such as fear or anxiety. So at, assessing which paw a dog is using gives you insight into how they're feeling because a dog that uses its left hand to do a task might be experiencing more negative emotions than if they're using their right paw. What if I come back and say both my dogs are lefties? And dogs with, (laughs) with weaker paw preferences have been shown to react more strongly to fireworks and thunderstorms than animals that have strong paw preferences. Mm. Okay. Yeah. They, they're more impacted by their surroundings. And if dogs right or left. typically yeah. wag their tails to the left, which indicates a positive emotion when they see their owner, but they wag the other way when it's someone they don't know. I am going to watch for these behaviors. Yes. I love it. We got a report it. tomorrow. It, it's just, you know, it was uh, published. At, this study was done at Queen's University in Belfast. Mm. They wondered about the whole thing. And anyway, they just think if they know what dog, what paw a dog uses, then in rescue kennels, they can figure out, like, okay, left pod animals will display greater sign signs of stress than a right pod animal. Wow. So you give them like the Kongway, they find out. So they're they're trying to help like in the rescue situation when the dogs are stressed out. Yeah. That's so, that really is interesting. Really? Well, I didn't mean for it to be. That's awesome. Uh, I love it. Both those theories are enthralling. All right. One of them will haunt me. All right. (laughs) When we come back, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do something. And we're going to do it well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed that you know the words to this. Oh, I love you this like, song. You do? Yes. I don't. Grant and I. It's a little depressing, it seems. It seems like a guys, real gloomy song. I, it's sweater weather. Like, I'm one of it my. It matches the weather. Like, one of my hobbies when I was a teenager is, like, I didn't have much reason to cry, but I would. Find songs to I, cry along and with. stare in the mirror and get myself to cry. Like I love tapping into an emo. <laughs> like I have <laughs> no problems. Love it. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, that's great. I am Lifetime Original Movies mm-hmm. demographic. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's a Lifetime movie that sounds kind of good. It's on Saturday night with Steve Gutenberg and Sybil <laughs> Shepherd. Really? We are going to look into this one. Yeah. I'm like, boy, those are two uh, Hollywood faces we haven't seen in a while. We haven't seen Steve Gutenberg. He's just an awesome. He was in so many great movies there in the 80s. Something about how how to murder kid, your how to murder your husband. Your husband. That is the name of the movie that he and Sybil are <laughs> and in. Let me be clear. We haven't seen Steve Gutenberg's real face in a long time. Long anyways. time. A, a long, long time. Sybil. That's um, awesome. Sybil Shepherd. I remember that. What was her show? What was the Sybil? Sybil. Yeah. Sybil with it was, Christine Mur- Mur- Baranski. Oh. It was actually super funny. Oh, Great and show. Then she was so like her first movie was uh, the Last Picture Show mm. with Jeff Bridges, yep. Cloris mm. Leachman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I can't remember who else was in that. This looks interesting. It's 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 Sybil sitting in a library with yeah. like a computer, and then there's blood, like a handprint yeah, of blood yeah. across the well, computer. This is Lifetime. It's based it. on a true story. True story. She plays Nancy Crampton Brophy, a romance thriller novelist and an author of an essay of how to murder your husband. The right. Portland-based writer's knack for killing goes beyond the numerous books. She has penned that often feature women fantasizing about murdering their spouses. She ended up being convicted of in 2022 of killing her husband. Mm. Mm-hmm. This sounds interesting. It does. It sounds great. I just because it's Sybil Shepherd and Steve Gutenberg, and I just thought, I remember one time hearing an interview that Steve Gutenberg did, did, and he was told by everybody not to do the movie Cocoon. Oh, God. Because it was about old people. Yeah, it was. And they're like, that is a kiss of death for your career. Don't do it. And he said, but the script is so good. Yeah. It's so amazing. And he didn't listen to his people. And he go, went ahead and took Thank the role. God. But then he said he didn't listen. And then he did, you know, took some movies that you know, oh, yeah. didn't work out for him. But he was, for a while there, I would say that. he's like the, was the, um, God, like the Nicolas Cage of kind making of. movies. He just couldn't say no to anything. Right. And you're like, I get that this one time it hit in Cocoon, but that's not all the time. Yeah. Well, he was in a few different movies, old Gutenberg. He was in a lot of, a lot movies. of movies. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Like, but I would say 80% of them were terrible. Right. But. Um, I got a call from Dawn who wanted us. She 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 said we should, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, but we we what? shame. We uh, apparently missed moonlighting with Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, Bruce and, and Sybil. Shame. My God, they had amazing <laughs> chemistry. They were so hot, and that kind of resuscitated her career. Yeah, um, because she was like forty or whatever mm-hmm. age she was, but like in the eighties, they were not letting. Women, that was a very good, mm-hmm. steamy... Gutenberg, in this interview, he was discussing the task. We're ta- I'm talking about the movie that we were talking about on Lifetime, the How to Murder Your Husband. Mm-hmm. He wrote, he was just thinking of uh, how to approach this, and he said it was a very hard task of playing a husband in such a way that would make the viewer believe that the wife would want to kill him, but never make the character so unlikable that the viewers <laughs> would have no sympathy for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a hard... Especially when your demographic is like people like me, where I'm like... All right. I forgot he was in Short Circuit. He oh, was yeah. like on a roll. Three for... men and a baby. Yeah. All that, yeah. It takes it takes two with but, the with the Elson twins. But you guys, he did so, like so many movies back then. He was saying yes to everything. There are so many like. I think he was in Diner, which that's an epic cast and an epic movie. If you've he never was seen he Diner. was in nineteen eighty two. He was in Diner. Uh, yeah, he had to have been like twenty twenty two for a while there. I'm telling you, there was not one thing he said no to, and it was problematic. Like it would be amazing one, and then bad, 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 yeah. amazing one, bad, yeah. bad, 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 bad. Like hey, it's the Nicolas Cage effect. It works mm-hmm. every once in a while. You hit one, you know, you throw five down, you're gonna hit one eventually. Yeah, yeah has true. Nicolas Cage ever been in a western? I don't think so. No. Whoa. So we've cast um, Jennifer Coolidge and Owen Wilson just saying wow to each other to a variety of things. Done. Wow. 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 And then we can do, let's get Nicolas Cage in a Clint Eastwood directed movie, a Western. I'm I'm in. By the way. You're welcome. We're just sitting here Mm -hmm. with our pawns and our chessboard and we're playing the game. Yeah, we really are. You're welcome, world. Mm Mm-hmm. My mom saw that movie, A Man Called Otto. Did. Oh, what'd she say? She liked it. She liked it. She just saw, she said the movie theater was packed, but it was, you know, $5 Tuesday. Um, nationwide, you know, it's like uh, I know. movies all day long. But she said she hadn't, 
My mom has been very worried about her local movie theater because she doesn't feel it's crowded and she doesn't ever see a line. And she said, finally, there was a line. There was a line for popcorn, a line to get in. The movie theater was full and they pretty full and it was a new movie. And she said they really enjoyed it. It was just kind of a feel good movie that starts out grumpy. Uh All right. And it's based on the book, A Man Called Ove by Frederick Bachman. Oh, yeah. But the Swedish filmmaker has the rights to A Man Called Ove, so they had to change it to mm-hmm. Otto. Yeah. And Tom or, uh, Tom Hanks' son, Truman, <laughs> plays the young Tom Hanks character in the movie. Does he? He does. Now, is he the same son that's pretty eccentric? Not Chad. Not okay, Chad with the like, Jamaican accent. What? Like, Truman, I think, must be the youngest. And my mom just kept saying, he's got a husky build, so he doesn't really look like... <laughs> okay, Chad Hanks. Chad Hanks is, is the one with the I was like, Jamaican for two patois. seconds, yes. I thought to myself, no way. No, yeah, Did yeah, no anybody way. in a serious movie hire him? Truman. Truman. And I looked him up. He, yeah, looks it's, like his dad. He does look like his dad. He's perfect, so, yeah. So Mary Elizabeth Kelly went to TikTok, and she did the whole wow Owen Wilson imitation oh. and Jennifer Coolidge herself. Yeah. Listen to this. This is one person okay. doing the same wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I would watch that movie, Lori. So would I. I would watch that movie. That is gold right And there. the writing, it, uh, it's already done. Wow. wow. And then the last wow. one. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, you look like the 4th of July. <laughs> you are great at that, Brittany. You, you are so good. I will see you guys tomorrow see after I go tomorrow. do some paw work. Okay. Job done. Off you go.